BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. podcast i'm your host ryan and today we have a special episode for you guys as we kind of give our preview thoughts and our, our final hype as you will to pokemon scarlet and violet which releases november 18th we're recording this on november 6th and who better to have on the episode than these two lads uh, we have brandon and brian here uh brandon how you doing man it's been a while i'm doing good man uh just been really busy um you know furthering my education working on school and uh you know, just busy with life, but I'm happy to be back on the cast and uh, really excited to talk about Scarlet and Violet. Um, the hype is uh, the hype is real. So thank you for having me. No problem, man. We're really happy to have you here. It's been a while. The last time you were on didn't even get recorded. Um, that still hurts till this day because that was honestly one of the best episodes ever recorded for sure. But we know how it went and we laughed our asses off. So I guess that's good enough. It's and then uh, Brian, how you doing, man? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me again ready to see your guys' thoughts yeah it's gonna be fun um i'm actually really hyped for this game i've been playing uh some pokemon sword just to kind of kind of like see how i felt about the game after you know after all these years it's been out and then you guys know i was playing pokemon fire red for the shiny charmander and all that but i also like picked up legends arceus again just scope it out um I know if I want to like get a shiny Pokemon, I can probably just go on Legends Arceus and get one within like 30 minutes. Um, it's just that consistent on that game and that reliable. But I was I was playing it and I was just walking around, flying around, just using all the, you know, pal Pokemon to, you know, fly, surf, and all that. And I was like, damn, like this game's like probably the best Pokemon game. Uh, at least in the 3D era um that's come out so far. Well, you know what you know when it comes to like Legends Arceus, which it, um, Scarlet and Violet is obviously taking a lot of from. Um, so don't worry, this is all going to wrap around to Scarlet and Violet. Um, like, what are your guys' thoughts on like Pokemon Sword and Shield, Legends Arceus, leading up to Scarlet and Violet? And are you excited to see what they continue to, to experiment with, or do you hope that they just kind of find a new formula that we can stick to? 
I think Sword and Shield are a little. I overhated for a long time. They're cool for what they are. I just think as the first like main console game or main series console game, I was kind of underwhelmed with it. But I had my time time with it. I enjoyed it. It's cool. I feel like Legends Arceus was a lot better for the franchise and a step in the right direction. So I hope they keep going that route, especially with Scarlet and Violet. I hope it has Legends Arceus like vibes to it or all the good things they did in that game. I hope a lot of it transfers over to Scarlet and Violet because that was the most fun I've had with a Pokemon game. Like I want to say 15 years probably because I feel like they've really got set in their ways and kind of pushed these games out so quick. Even this new one, I feel like, was kind of rushed. I feel like they should have had... It's so quick. Have a year off without a Pokemon game. Fuck. <laughs> but I could be wrong. It could be amazing. We'll see. Yeah, like, I I do also kind of wish that maybe they expanded upon Legends Arceus first. Like, give it, like, a couple expansions. Maybe add even more um, Hisuian forms to the game and, like, maybe um, new area, full-on areas to explore and new maybe new quests. That way they give Scarlet and Violet more time in the oven. But, you know, from what I've seen with Scarlet and Violet, I do think we're in good hands. Uh, but Brandon, like, what are your thoughts on, like, kind of closing out the Sword and Shield era, you know, playing Legends Arceus? I don't remember if you beat it or not. And then kind of leading up to Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, well, my experiences with, um, you know, like, this current generation of Pokemon games is, um, you know, I played Sword and Shield. I was I was on the the train to be, like, uh voting with my wallet and not buy it but i ended up buying it anyway <laughs> yeah i remember you really wanted to like you know really on. wanted to commit to that yeah yeah you tried yeah but uh you know i gave in because you know i'm a true pokemon fan um but i never beat it i never really gave it a chance but i have been wanting to play through it again um you know leading up to scarlet and violet because you know the hype is there i definitely want to replay some pokemon um, but once Legends Arceus came out, it was kind of game over. Um, I'd be, I'd be more willing to go back to Legends Arceus than, um, than BDSP or Sword and Shield, um, because it did so much n- new things, and it was just really more immersive to me. And I like, I like a lot of the features, and you know, it it felt more engaging. So um, I think Legends Arceus is definitely like my favorite Pokemon game from this generation, for sure. You know, speaking of, you know, getting too comfortable with their formula and not really raising the bar, you know, we could talk about Pokemon BDSP real quick. Um, A game that uh, I think actually statistically is a failure for Pokemon, Um, at least when it comes to like performance uh, amongst fans and critics alike. Maybe not so much sales because it's Pokemon. It's going to sell pretty decently. Um, I just think it was a massive missed opportunity with this remake to make it a one of one to one remake, essentially. So unlike previous remakes, they tried to make it as close as to the original as possible without adding anything new. They added some new things, but I mean, like new areas to explore um, new megas, which is a lot of what we were hoping for, because it could have been a really good place to do that, in my opinion um to to bring back a fun gimmick but not have to force it upon the new generation you know like sword and shield and legends arceus um but there is one thing about pokemon bdsp that um really stood out to me still and that's the underground tunnels with you know like the dens 
to catch wild Pokemon and then Pokemon that you really couldn't even catch until you beat the game or late game. Uh, and then also with the national decks, you know, catching other starters and a wide, like a massive variety of old Pokemon. And, you know, when, when you look at these games, uh, sure, there's a lot of us veterans who are playing them, but there's also a lot of new people playing them. And games like this allow people to experience catching old school Pokemon. And I think they did a pretty good job of that. Uh, I just think the problem is the rest of the game sucks. So, like, what are your guys' like final thoughts on like Pokemon BDSP as we really kind of don't look back at that game? It's in the rearview mirror now. Way, way long ago. Um, I honestly think it was it was a hit in some aspects and making it more like, you know, the chibi style. You know, having it relate to, you know, the original. But mm-hmm. I mean, it they definitely could have made it a one to one and maybe changed it up a little bit and made it more close to sword and shield in terms of like design. I would have liked to see the characters a little bit more fleshed out. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's my thoughts on it, Brian. I don't even think I officially beat it. I kept telling myself I was going to go back, but I was just so underwhelmed every time I played. Like Ryan said, the underground was pretty cool, and that was a cool addition to the game. But with all these remakes they've had in the past, I kind of, because I played the originals, I really enjoyed like the new things they add. And with this one being a shot-for-shot remake, I'm like, what reason do I have to play? I've played this. It looks a little cooler. Like, cool, I'm not going to yeah, so I, I didn't put that much time into it, and maybe eventually I'll finish it, but no, it was extremely underwhelming, and I, for, I didn't have to deal with it, but from what I hear, there's like a shit ton of glitches in it, like game-breaking glitches. I heard like a lot of things about that. Yeah, you know, I just think of like the very first remake, you know, Fire Red and Leaf Green, they added Pokemon you know, new moves to the Pokemon. So like the one I can always think of because it just, it happened so early on, like Charmander will now have metal claw. So we can actually fight Brock and all that. Um, they just added new moves to the, the move pool for Pokemon. Um, and then they also added the islands and then also the battle tower uh, as well. And then you have heart gold and soul Sapphire, which the amount of shit they added in that game, as opposed soul to the Sapphire. original, I'm sorry, heart gold and soul silver. Um, the amount of stuff they added to that game as opposed to what the originals had is pretty astronomical, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, between like the Pokemon you can obtain and then the whole new battle area, which is kind of from Crystal, but they expanded on that a lot. Um, and then you got Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And they added quite a bit of stuff to that. They changed some of the towns. You were able to fly around the entire region on Latios or Latias. Uh, then we also had the Hoopa Rings for the legendaries. And then the shitty battle Mason, which fucking sucks. Um, Shit's rigged. <laughs> I don't even know if it's rigged. I just think it's so boring because it's like a, it's literally like they took the same exact island from Sun and Moon and just threw it in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Like it's not even that different. Yeah. Um, such a waste of post game. But still, they did something different with those games. Like those the, the Megas were in there and they added a shit ton of Megas for that game uh, that weren't in X and Y. So it's just uh, it's just a real shame to see. Um, kind of a lazy development on this game. And then if you look at the fan versions of BDSP, it's fucking nuts what these people are doing. Kind of only... like, sorry, it kind of feels like BDSP was like an afterthought. Maybe they had Legends Arceus like being made and they knew they weren't going to make it and just like 
to come out by the holiday season. So they're like, we got to do something. So they outsourced another company to do BDSP so they could have some sort of holiday release. That's what it kind of looks like. That and people stop asking for Gen 4 remakes. That as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Congrats. You got your Gen 4 remakes and they're terrible. So I'm hoping to God when we get to the Gen 5 remakes, they're more about black and white too. But something tells me that's not going to happen. They're just going to... Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we do a two quarter. <laughs> it's just gonna be a lazy, like chibi style remake again. Well, I don't even mind the chibi style, like Brandon was saying. I, I like it a lot. I just wish they fleshed out the characters a little bit more and the performance of the game was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously new areas to explore. But yeah, so that's that. But we do have Legends RCS, like you guys said, and it did kind of really make us have fun as Pokemon fans again who've been there since the beginning. Uh, I do feel like the game added a lot that we haven't had before. And some of the things that are going to get transferred to Scarlet and Violet are like walk around with your Pokemon. Um, They do have like automatic battles now. I don't know if you guys have seen that in the Scarlet and Violet trailers, but you can literally throw a Pokemon for an automatic battle and basically like flipping a coin and they win. So you don't have to experience that battle animation anymore. Um, I just feel like for some of your like easy battles or whatever like just you want that experience that's actually pretty fucking cool i really like that idea because i'd much rather do that than just grinding grinding grind you know it's like, yeah so. i was gonna say it makes grinding a lot easier because you could just get that xp and not go through the battle shifts and everything and right because the the shinies are overworld too so it's not like you're um missing out on the shiny mm-hmm. so that's why i like it too is like if you're just training but you're also potentially shiny hunting You'll know when you come across a shiny because it's going to be overworld. So imagine if like you're you're shiny hunting and draining at the same time, and then your Pokemon just defeats a shiny. Oh, I mean that's going to happen. We're going to see videos of it for sure. Streamers um, react to shiny being destroyed by their auto Pokemon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I, I do th- see some resemblances to Legends Arceus when I see uh, Violet and Scarlet uh, footage. But one of the things that they're doing for the first time uh, in the franchise with this game and something we've talked about when our first reaction to like the trailers and stuff is a four player co-op and being able to do whatever you want with your friends. Um, you know, as, as far as we know, you can do whatever you want, um, but also do the the terrestrial raids where you can find a unique Pokemon with a terrestrialized um, typing you know, what are your guys' thoughts on this like co-op experience so far where you can have a shared experience, run around, do whatever you want, but also go do raids together, battle, trade. I mean, you're literally going to be be able to do all this like standing next to each other and, and a, you might have to go to like a Pokemon Center to trade still, which if you've seen those, they look like gas stations. Um, like what are your guys' thoughts on this new feature so far? I can't imagine how co-op would like bring that much more like make me enjoy the game that much more maybe it'll be cool i haven't looked into it enough but as far as the what are they called terrestrial raid battles those raid battles apparently they're going to be different from the original raid battles and those were like extremely frustrating when you were working online with people and you'd have to wait for that person i think they said you don't have to wait anymore and it's going to be like a smooth experience which is good because I those max raid battles were like extremely frustrating in sword and shield i like the concept but it seems like now they're just kind of polishing it and it's going to be, it's going to be met better maintained. So you found them frustrating. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where you just have to wait because you're waiting for the other person, whoever you're playing with online to make their move. And sometimes they're 
fucking around. Who knows what the hell they're doing? <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree 100%. Like, even trying to find a match for a semi-popular Pokemon, like, in the Gigantamax raids, like, it, the matchmaking system was terrible. It wasn't a smooth experience. It was, like, kind of clunky, and it made me, like, hardly ever do the raid battles in Sword and Shield. But... If I remember correctly, I I heard something that this one is going to run better and you won't have to like wait for people. It's going to be like a smooth experience. So that seems like a welcome addition. Yeah, I've seen gameplay of it and it is a smoother experience. The only reason why I ask about the raids is because I have like over 100 hours of gameplay in raids. So I didn't think they were that bad. Um, but everyone, that's why I'm like, oh, like your experience is that different. Um, I didn't really do the raids in the base game, but what was the one in the DLC? Is that the max raid layer? Is that what it is? Yeah, and the Crown Tundra, it's the Dynamax Adventures. I did that a lot just because if you complete the regional decks, the shiny odds get boosted. So I was like, fuck it, and I completed it. And then I did a lot of those raids, but even then it would take it would take like sometimes 30 minutes just to go through one complete round of going through. Well, for whatever reason, the Pokemon company is really stupid and didn't allow you to just search it with your friends. That was always my biggest issue That's with that bad. that feature is it's a really cool feature that they added, but you couldn't like do friend parties. Like you couldn't do a party with your friend and like, well, the fuck is the point of this? Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I was, we were trying, you know how you can pick which direction to go and you can pick like flying type or rock type. And yeah. obviously, you know, like type matchups, but the, the people you're on the team with, they pick the like opposite type. And I'm like, what are you doing? I think that's probably what they're trying to, to correct with, uh, you know, co-op in this game. Is being able to do those raids with your with your friends. It seems like that's is the case, Brandon. It does seem like they're trying to really, you know, fix obviously that main critique that, that you know they would have. That's just like some classic Nintendo shit though, where it's like, we'll give you online, but you can only play it with people you don't know. You can't play it with the people you know. Well, okay, cool. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so they have the new auto battle system, which is something we were kind of talking about. While exploring, they can collect XP while avoiding some of the grind and repetitive battling. Um, one of the other things you can do is, you know, kind of like uh, Let's Go and uh, Pikachu and Eevee, is you can throw that Pokemon out and they can also find stuff for you. Uh, items and such. Maybe berries and other unique items that we'll have to find in the game that we haven't seen yet. Um, but when you go to the Team Star bases as well, you choose three Pokemon to battle with you and they're all out. And you choose them to go auto battle the other bases uh, Pokemon until you get to the leader. So basically you take three Pokemon with you and you have to take over the base with these three Pokemon and then also beat the boss. Um, I kind of like the idea of this gimmick quite a bit, actually. And from the YouTubers that were able to play uh, a certain time period, uh, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, a lot of them said that they liked it quite a bit. But they also did like a second base. So we, we obviously have the fire chick we've seen in the trailers and stuff with the car. Um, the second base apparently was like really hard for some people it's on the level of um, Whitney's mill tank. So, oh. um, yeah, those nipples are out, boy. So um, difficulty in Pokemon. That sounds great. I can't remember the last time I had that. Yeah. So hopefully like, well, I just like the idea of like, hey, I chose these three Pokemon on my team. And now they're all out at the same time, like doing auto battles or like rolling around with me, you know, challenging people. Like I like the idea of that quite a bit. So hopefully that is um, executed pretty well. Probably not, but we'll see. 
Um, there is new Titan battles in the game. So we got the Team Star boss fights, Titan battles, like uh, the massive uh, crab Pokemon, which you guys have seen in some of the trailers. Um, he looks pretty cool. That And apparently these Team Star boss fights will show a large HP bar, similar to the boss fight seen in Legends Arceus. Um, yeah, so I'll have to uh, check that out. Um, but yeah, like, what do you guys think of, you know, the Terra type in general, though, you know, with these crystal, I mean, I wish the Pokemon just became crystal and didn't have like some stupid fucking indicator on their head, like a chandelier, you know, for the fire Pokemon. Like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm going to get over it. I know I will because I, I don't have a choice. Like, I want to enjoy the games and have fun. Uh, I just don't understand why they didn't go just crystal type. Like, um, you like, for instance, let's say Quaxley comes a fire water type, you know, crystallize him and then put the fire logo on him like why did it have to be like a like a like a fire in his chest or something not like um like a fucking chandelier or whatever else they put on top of the pokemon heads but are you guys excited to like get a tyranitar that can be uh ground fire type or dark fire type depending on how they choose like what typing takes over um how does that sound to you brandon I mean, that sounds pretty good. It seems like they're taking uh, Hidden Power, the move, and just making it a um, gimmick. A gimmick, yeah. Um, but I think it's cool. I think it'll add a layer of complexity to battles. Um, it'll probably make online a lot more um, randomized. Because, you know, you're thinking, like, you see a, a tight matchup like my Tyranitar versus, like, uh, a Gengar. Cool. Well, that Gengar is actually fucking ghost fighting type because of terrestrializing. And it's like, oh, shit. You know, that's a whole new layer of of uh, complexity to it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the design, though. Uh, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I'm not going to lie. Um, it is. Kinda, it's kind of stupid to have a little chandelier on their heads. <laughs> that's exactly what I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to pause this real quick. Uh, um, oh, what were you going to say, Brandon? I was going to say, like, say something for me but oh oh sorry uh yeah yeah, sorry about that my batteries died in my uh audio interface and then it went back to my computer audio or uh, speaker for my sound and that's horrible uh what were you guys talking about right now while i was changing batteries uh forms or something um what was it he was we're talking about about terra types terra types oh yeah yeah brandon was giving his thoughts on terra types yeah. So, you know, basically, Brandon, you pretty much feel in the same boat, though. It's like it's a cool gimmick, but it's like the way it looks is pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the of the way it looks when you actually terrest- ter- terrestrialize. I don't even know how to say it. Terrestrialize. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying terrestrial like like um, terrestrial beings or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, but Brian, what are your thoughts on the terrestrialization of Jesus? I think it's an interesting gimmick, but I think it's a little too broad where it's like, like you said, it's going to change up the tournament scene like a lot because people aren't going to know what the Terra types is. And that's going to be like a big game changer. So I'm really curious on that aspect, what it's going to change. But no, it'll be cool. I'm excited for it. Like the stupid hats are stupid. <laughs> but I am. Um, is Onyx confirmed for the game? I really want Onyx to be in the game because if he's not in the game and there's like crystal Pokemon, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah, I think 
that's another big thing if Onyx isn't there. And then after all these years, we still don't get Crystal Onyx. Yeah, I mean, that's something from the show. Um, so one of the other things they've shown is like the picnics. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's like a really cool way to like hang out with your Pokemon. and You hang out with the whole team. Um, you can you make lechonk sandwiches, and um, <laughs> um, but it is cool. It looks like you know because I thought the curry thing was like kind of cool, but really not fleshed out at all. Is like you can do this, but nothing with it. But picnics look like the Pokemon are more involved and just I guess like kind of social experience Pokemon wants us to have. Um, but in some of the picnics, you, you can uh, come across eggs and shit in your baskets. Also. By maxing out your Pokemon's or your team's happiness in the picnics, or just you know getting all the bonuses, um, massively increases your odds at finding shiny Pokemon as well. So thankfully, it's a gimmick that has a I would say high reward for shiny hunters and stuff like that. Um, have you guys seen anything on picnics or any footage? Kind of glanced over it. I thought it was going to be similar to like Pokemon and me. I hardly ever used most of the other thing. That they had in Sword and Shield. Oh, the camps. I hardly ever use that. I figured it was going to be something like that where it's not like necessary for the game, but it seems like it's going to be bigger deal than I thought it was going to be. So maybe it'll be something I'll use. You never fucked around with Pokemon to me? A little. I wouldn't say too much. Okay. I thought it was like, I thought it was cool for what it was, but there's really, once you get your Pokemon's hearts all the way up for EV training, that's pretty much like the extent of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, d- I did like it a lot. I wish that was also something that was fleshed out a lot more. Uh, Brandon, are you excited to like check out picnics and like basically just hang out with the pals, you know, and, and get those bonuses for shiny hunting and whatnot? Yeah, I think the bonuses for shiny hunting is uh, a cool little addition. But I'm looking at the picnics page right now, and it looks very much different than it did in Sword and Shield, where in oh, Sword yeah. and Shield, it was like a first person, you were static, you couldn't really move or anything. But this, it looks like you can actually walk around and interact with the Pokemon. Even from this still I'm seeing on Serebii, like this trainer has a Luxray like charging towards them and with an Altaria and it, being in third person, like in a third person mode and like being able to interact with your Pokemon looks pretty sick. Um, so that in itself, I'm excited for us to get like the, like, cause the scenery looks beautiful. You're going to get some really scenic shots. It's going to be a screenshotter's like dream. And plus, you get to make sandwiches. Who doesn't like to make a sandwich? That's correct. I actually do think it all. I do love sandwiches. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> sandwiches are tight. They sure are. Um, but no, I, I think, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think people are going to get a lot from it. Um, one of the other things you're going to be able to do in this game is crafting TMs at Pokemon Centers. You can create your own technical machines. By going to a Pokemon Center and using items that Pokemon drop when you defeat them, for instance, creating TM-034 Icy Wind requires three Snom Thread, three Snover Berries, and 800 Pokemon League points. And players can exchange materials for um, the TMs at Pokemon Centers. What are our thoughts on the new way to get TMs in this game? It's it's an expanded but also somewhat restricted... Okay, so think of how we had the crafting system in Legends Arceus. I think it's I think it's something similar to that that they wanted to carry over into this game, but make it a little bit more linear and focused. So that way you're only crafting one type of item, but I think it's really cool that you need these different materials. It makes it feel like more of an RPG. 
Yeah, because I think one of them is like a Lechonk hair, you know, like a hair off Lechonk or something. So you're not wrong to get the materials and stuff like that from the Pokemon. That is pretty badass. Um, that help you get the certain uh, technical machine you're looking for. Uh, so I think that could be really cool and promising. Um, Brian, are you excited to like kind of dabble with this at all, or do you not really care? Well, I'm kind of open to that idea about like making TMs and stuff, but I hope there's also ways to get TMs like easily. I hope you can just like buy them in certain places, but maybe some of the rare ones you have to craft. That's a cool idea. I mean, yeah. Are they still going to be? No, they're only one time use again, aren't they? I do not know. I'm pretty sure I heard they're going back to one-time use, and that would make sense that you have to craft one every time you want that move. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with that idea. Yeah, I'm fine with it too because it kind of adds like replayability. To honestly, I always thought the unlimited use TMs, while it's great, it's kind of broken. It's like cool. I got Shadow Ball. I can give it to any fucking Pokemon I want. I feel like getting it once or twice throughout the game and you have to really think about who you give it to i like kind of like that better yeah i don't want these games to be too damn easy anymore so that's <laughs> what i feel like sword and shield streamlines so much stuff that used to be more annoying back in the old games for a reason um because yeah like it, it like in sword and shield you can do a gigantamax raid with a charizard right get the charizard for instance and you can give them whatever tm you want and then you're done like it's mm -hmm. cool. yeah. all right well that's all i had to do where like the old games, you can get any Pokemon. You have to level them up to get their best moves and then evaluate what TMs you want to give them and stuff. And I just feel like it'd be nice to go back to that. So uh, if they're one-time use and we have to craft and buy new ones, then I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds good to me. Sure. Um, well, I'll kind of wrap this up with like, I know we had a couple of questions. Um, like, is there any one Pokemon that you guys are really excited to get that's uh, been officially revealed so far? Wiglet. I'm gonna use Wiglet, and I, I really hope the evolution is good. Wig Trio, it's water type, just because I look at it and I see Diglett's face, and it's still weird that it's water type. But no, it's kind of a joke Pokemon. But if it does have a legitimate good evolution, I will put it on my team. I still have no idea what my team's gonna be. Other than that, I still really do love Quaxley, and I hope the evolutions don't get totally ruined. Yeah, I'm really excited hope. to check out the chunk. The chunk is the best boy. Yeah, I oh, think the ham boy is going to be on everyone's team. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going to pick him up early. But I think my favorite Pokemon so far is Fue Coco. Every time I see that little bastard, I'm like, God, I love him. Who doesn't want a fire Totodile? A little slice of cheese on his chest. <laughs> the craft single is like thrown at him. Yeah, and then Score Bunny also has like a craft single on its face. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I guess he does have a craft single. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It definitely looks god damn it. There's one on his tail too, it looks like. But he kind of reminds me of like uh like the alligator from Banjo Kazooie. I don't know. He kind of reminds me of when they turn into a what are your guys thoughts on that? I can't even pronounce it. That fire ghost and fire psychic Pokemon they revealed that I think they're exclusives. I think they're kind of lame looking. They look like like they need Mega Man or something. Uh, it's basically Armor Roach and then Surreal Edge. Or... I'm looking at them right now, and they're kind of lame to me. I think they look fucking sick. I really like them. I like them a lot, actually. Um, I think the, the double-bladed one looks really fucking cool. Well, I, said, I think double-bladed one... Pokemon, it's literally called Dewblade. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but no one cares about Dooblade. Dude, I love Dooblade. No, you don't. Shut up. You do not fucking like Dooblade. Dude, I used one in my playthrough of Sword and Shield, I want to say. Wasn't he in Sword and Shield? Yeah, that's, that was the introduction. Uh, game. I thought it was an X and Y. Oh, it was an X and Y. Shield. I'm sorry. Okay. For some reason, I thought you said X and Y, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think both of those Pokemon actually look sick. Like now that I'm looking at the official art for Armor Rogue. Yeah. Armor Rogue, Armor Rogue actually is growing on me. Yeah. Fuck my life. I like them both quite a bit. Ooh. <laughs> I kind of don't like that I like them, but they're they're growing on me for sure. Because it man shit. Give me more Pokemon that look like Wiglet and less that look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I require so more Wiglets. Stupid. Wug Trio. That's what their rumor name is for it. Fucking stupid. I hope Wiglet. I don't know. I'm excited for Wiglet too, if I'm being honest. You, you know what's funny is the Alolan Diglet is is technically a Wiglet too because it's got a wig. Oh my god. Oh, Get him out of here. <laughs> He's done. Uh but yeah, I'm gonna go with Foy Cloco. Uh Brandon, is there any like officially revealed Pokemon you're like really excited to have on your team? Uh yeah, I've I've kind of decided that I'm gonna go grass type this time around. Get Sprigatito, a little little kitty cat. Um, in terms of Pokemon, I'm excited for. Um, I'm kind of, I'm I'm really looking for the best Chonk, which is the Chonk, and the best uh, Ghost Boy, which is uh, Grievered. Uh, really excited to get him because it's a, literally a Ghost Dog. It's gonna be hard because I know Houndour is in this game too. So yeah, it's a Ghost Dog that literally has Litwick on its fucking forehead, and uh, it the way it's. It's a chin and everything's constructed. I think it's gonna be like a um, a haunted uh, plate armor uh, dog. Okay. I feel like it's gonna be really spooky when it evolves. If I could, I wish I could think of a better word, but I mean, I'm gonna stick with spooky. No, I think that's <laughs> accurate, accurate right there, dude. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, I hope all the dogs that we get are really cool and they evolve into cooler dog Pokemon. Um, I don't know, man. There's just this Pokedex has me fucking excited. I really hope it all pays off. Me too, um, man. I, I'm I'm excited. We're only two weeks away, less than. Yeah, two. Yeah, less than two weeks away now. It's crazy. What do you guys think about the coin that was revealed today? Uh, Gabagool. Gabagool. I'm indifferent. It's uh, yeah. I'm kind of just like I don't care. Whatever. They always, they always have to have the dumbest fucking Pokemon every region. Like, there's always got to be one that's like, why? And this is them. This is him like, for sure. The first well, one that comes to mind is Klefki. That's so random. The keys. Yeah, I think, I think Klefki is a little bit more justified than the Reddit avatar, like you said, Brian. <laughs> you can't see that now. I can't, dude. All I'm seeing is is what's the official Reddit mascot's name? Yeah, I was gonna say, is there a name? What oh, it has a name. It does have a name. Which makes me want to upvote everything. <laughs> uh, it's, apparently, its name is Snoo. That's it, Snoo. I knew it was something was stupid. Snoo. S N O O. Oh my god, it does look just like him. Son of a bitch. If they've made it more like because obviously it's, it's a ghost type like why didn't they make it more spooky yeah sure. why do they make it look like a fucking stupid martian or something 
I thought it would be bug type for sure, or at least part bug. And nope, just straight goes. That makes fucking sense. Thanks, Game Freak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know. I'm excited as fuck for these games. I can't lie to you guys. Um, Like I said, I was replaying Legends Arceus this week and just looking at the the vast landscapes and stuff and the graphics, Um, even though I wish they were a lot better. I'm not going to lie. They did look really damn good on my TV and the TV I specifically I'm talking about is from 2011. So I'm, I'm excited, man, to get these games and then um, kind of battle you guys and trade and do co-op and stuff. And um, until I EV train and then no one wants to battle me anymore, but um, so I'm trying to go pretty competitive on this game. I think with a terrestrializing, I think it's uh, like Brian was saying, I think it's going to add so much to uh, the competitive scene and a lot of variety and fun that people can have Um, being able to, you know, have your Pokemon basically escape stealth rocks based off their typing or, you know, just anything like that, that stops the setups. um, I think it's going to add a lot of variety to the gameplay and I'm really excited to see how it comes out. Um, We will be doing a follow-up podcast when the games come out um probably like a month after they come out that way everyone has enough time to hopefully play them uh but yeah is there anything else you guys want to add today to these you know to this game i'm keeping my expectations in check and i hope this game is good i hope it's at least good as legends Arceus. so we'll see if it's as good as legends Arceus, i'm happy because that game honestly like really sucked me in and i had a lot of fun with it yeah, I hope the story is like even close to that too, because that game, like when you get shunned and shit, and like the music and the whole sky is red. I mean, it's mm. pretty fucking sick. That was that was epic. I don't want to play Legends Arceus. I know. I wanted to replay it really bad, you know, before the new one comes out. I think that's what I'm gonna do once uh, I got some free time today. I want to want to go back and start working on that Pokedex again. Unrelated, but we all gotta play Mario Party soon. <sighs> Yeah, so I have those, and then Pokemon. I think Pokemon Stadium one and two are going to come out in December. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think well, because like they say 2023, but they also just released both Mario Parties at the same time. I'm like, come on, just give us Pokemon Stadium. God, I want that game so bad on my Switch. Is that because they didn't have a release the month before, so they released Mario Party one and two together? Uh, probably. Okay. A lot of people are thinking GoldenEye is going to come out this uh, December because it hasn't been. Um, confirmed on a date yet would be Christmas Day that'd be dumb but um, no we'll have to set up a Mario Party thing soon maybe hit up Eric see if he can play with us um, but I'd be down that'd be fun as fuck because I already played um, like the island mode where you can kind of you basically just play constant mini games mm-hmm. and it looks like an old Mario Brothers you know playing field um, game holds up pretty well but I've seen some videos online that it's a little rough on the internet, but we can still test it out and and play it. I'm down. Uh, Brandon, is there anything else you'd like to add before we kind of wrap this up right now? Uh, Lechonk for life and staying cautiously optimistic. Damn, there it is. You've heard it here first. Brandon staying cautiously optimistic. Um, I can't wait to see what the starters look like. I'm terrified still. Uh, I just yeah, want to get too. it over with, especially since he's going to choose the cat. Ooh, that might go downhill real quick. I so anyways, I, I might I might wait on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to see on the evolutions. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, appreciate you guys coming on. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll 
we'll see you on the next episode. I don't know when it's going to be because I'm in the process of moving and getting over COVID. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Have Bye. a good day, guys. Have Bye. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm